Clear is a faster way into Capital One Arena. Download the free Clear app to beat the crowds on game day. Enter through the Clear Lane at the 7th and G Street entrance across from Clyde's. And the Red Wings with Michael Hutchinson. Just going to leave it in behind the net. And is going to do it. The Red Wings take down the Capitals tonight in NHL exhibition action here at Little Caesars Arena. Final score, 5-2. to This is Caps This Morning with John Walton and Ben Raby on Caps Radio 24-7. A prospect-laden roster tripped up in Detroit on Saturday. Roster cuts as Hershey Camp starts today in central Pennsylvania. And Bears head coach Todd Nelson joins us this morning reflecting on Hershey's Calder Cup title and its effects on this season's training camp. Good morning, everybody. Today is Monday, October 2nd. Welcome to Caps This Morning here on Caps Radio 24-7, presented by Clear, the faster way in a Capital One arena. On a night where Detroit dressed many regulars, including everyone on its first power play unit, the Wings bested the Capitals Saturday night at Little Caesars Arena by a 5-2 final. Dylan Strome and Matthew Phillips had the goals for the Caps in a losing effort. Hunter Shepard played the entire game Saturday, making 20 stops on 25 shots. Strome and Phillips both recorded multi-point games in the effort as well. Dylan Larkin was named the game's number one star. He scored two goals in the Detroit victory. On the off day yesterday, the Capitals made many roster cuts, reducing the players in camp down to 35. No real surprises. Eight players assigned outright to the Bears that did not require waivers, including Ethan Frank, who played in the game Saturday against Detroit. Two players, Riley Sutter and Chase Prisky, were placed on waivers for purposes of loan to Hershey. We'll know later today if they clear and make their way to Chocolate Town. And five other AHL contracts, including Logan Day, Jake Massey, and Aaron Ness, were returned back to Hershey as well. Training camp at Giant Center starts later this morning. The Bears coaching staff has returned north of the Mason-Dixon line. They'll be there for day one today. It has been a theme this camp, as you might have noticed here on the show, how much winning the Calder Cup in Hershey last spring has had an effect in the here and now on the guys trying to make the team. This morning on the show, Bears head coach Todd Nelson joins us on memories of an incredible run to a championship and how the players that pulled it off now have a little more swagger and confidence as they try to make the jump to the National Hockey League. Well, Todd, I have had a heck of a time during the course of this training camp just talking with guys and reminiscing about a Calder Cup run that ended up in a championship in Palm Desert, California in June. What does it mean for these guys to be able to have that experience to draw from, especially when they're trying to make the team now and show what they can do? How much of an extra leg up do they have during this training camp? Well, I think they do have a leg up just from watching the players that went through it last year and just seeing their training camps last year going into the season. For example, a guy like Riley Sutter went, played for us the whole year, played a big role for us in the Calder Cup playoffs. And you can see his confidence shine out here in training camp this year. I think everybody's a bit more confident and they feel good about themselves. And when you look back at it, it was a really tremendous uh, season and it was, uh, it was great to win, win a championship with those guys. You know, a guy like Logan Day who 
doesn't get a goal during the season, but he ends up having the offensive side to his game and the toughness and the big moments that he had. And now he gets to bring that to a camp like this and hang around for a while and really show that he's developing as a player. Yeah, exactly. You know what? Logan didn't play a whole lot during the regular season. I think he played only 36 games, but when he got in the lineup in the playoffs, he played really well for us. He arguably could have been one of our MVPs because he was second in scoring, played a pivotal role in some key goals for us. And, you know, he comes into camp in good shape and um, he's ready to roll. You've had a summer to digest everything and everything's so intense in the moment. But as you look back now, what are some of your favorite memories along the way to winning a championship? Well, like when you go through a playoff run like we did, everything's kind of a blur because you focus on the task at hand. And uh, when I watched that documentary that you guys did, you guys did an outstanding job, you realize how close it really was and how you had to, had to have the breaks go your way, which they did. Certain key moments, like trying to make a decision about game six against Rochester as a coaching staff, where we decided who we going to put in, Ethan Frank or Shane Gersich, and uh, we decided Shane Gersich ended up t- turning out really well because he scored the one and only goal in the game. But like it just seemed like anytime you go through a championship run, Little things pop out, like putting the line combination of Protus, Lapierre, and Annis together worked really well for us. It seemed like everything we did was the right thing to do. And sometimes, you know, like you have to have a bit of luck as well. But the thing is, we had good feels of coaching staff going into playoffs. The guys had a tremendous mindset. I just could not believe how close this hockey team was. And I firmly believe that that was a difference maker in Game 7. Everybody I asked, what are your favorite memories? And many of them said coming back home in the finals after losing the first two in Coachella to come back in front of the home fans and win three games in a row and the energy that was in that building. What do you remember about coming home after game two and then doing what you did and winning games three, four, and five? Well, coming back home was great. Our fans were awesome for us. Those games are tight. They're, t- they're all tight games. You know, the first game at home, we're up 4-2. We're feeling pretty good about it. And all of a sudden, bang, bang, two goals go in. Now we're going into overtime, and we realized, okay, if we lose this game, the series is pretty much over. And then uh, for Riley Sutter to, to score that goal, it gave our team a lift. And then the next game after that, uh, it was just a solid defensive effort, 3-2 hockey game. And then led to game five where it's zero zero game both teams were exchanging chances goalies were playing great and Garrett Pilon scores a game winner I think that one that goal right there minus the game seven overtime winner it was unbelievable because the, because the building was so loud it was the loudest I've ever seen that building game seven after losing game six out there getting down two goals in game seven everybody's talked about the save that Shep made to kind of set the table, the goal from Lappy and then the goal from McMichael. But in that third period, everybody I've talked to said there was just this calm. It was the best hockey they played all season. These are just some of the quotes that we've heard over the last couple of weeks now that the guys are looking back on it. What do you remember from the second intermission forward to the time that you guys won in Game 7? Well, we basically you know, just said just it's Game 7. We all played this game playing street hockey. We always want to be a part of it. I said, the goalies are playing so well. It's just like when you're playing street hockey, next goal wins because you have to go in for dinner, right? And yeah. so the thing is that uh, we just treated it like that. And, uh, you know, we had a calm demeanor within our locker room. I think the guys all knew that we gave ourselves a chance to win a championship. And that second period when we scored those two goals late in the second to tie up the game, I think 
that just loosened our guys up a bit and our guys felt really confident because we played in tight games all year. Like we weren't a team that could score a lot of goals. We had to win games two to one, one nothing, three two in those situations. So our guys were really comfortable with that. You know, we all had the confidence of Shep knowing that he was going to shut the door. So we just had to wait for an opportunity. But I think once we tied it up, we started playing looser and the guys were just really calm and they felt really good about it. Last one, just thinking about the here and now on defense with a guy like Lucas Johansson and Vinny Iorio and the experience they can draw on from that Calder Cup. And now there's going to be maybe a little more ice time here for the first month of the season on the blue line. How much can they specifically draw on what they did during that run to try and you know, make a job stick here in Washington? Well, I think uh, we touched on it earlier. I think just going through that run, winning a championship gives the guys confidence. It really does. And coming to training camp, like you can see in the first game, that the, the guys that were part of that team, they all played with confidence. Whereas last year at this time, you know, guys were maybe a bit hesitant to make a make a mistake. Now they're just going out there and playing. So I, I think anytime you win, it gives you a lot of confidence within yourself. And it certainly helps with your game. I've said it to anybody that asked me. It's one of the most fun experiences I've ever had in this game, following you guys and watching you guys win a championship, going back after my time in Hershey. Thanks so much for all that you did for us along the way to June and uh, helping us out from a coverage standpoint. We had a blast, and we look forward to seeing you for the banner-raising opening night. All right, sounds really good. Thanks. No matter what the Capitals roster looks like to start the regular season, Hershey's roster looks to be pretty stacked as the chocolate and white now look to go back-to-back and win a second straight Calder Cup title. Appreciate very much chatting with Todd Nelson this morning before his departure from Arlington. It's the Capitals and the Boston Bruins tomorrow night from TD Garden at 7 o'clock. In addition to hearing the game at CapsRadio247.com, you can catch it over the air here in D.C. on 106.7 The Fan. Thursday's game in Columbus will be exclusively streamed here on Caps Radio 24-7, and Saturday's preseason finale at home against the Blue Jackets will be over the air on the Team 980. In the meantime, have a great Monday, everybody. For the latest on the Capitals and hockey news around the clock. Let's go, Caps! Tune in to Caps Radio 24-7. Listen online via the Capitals mobile app at CapsRadio247.com. Or ask Alexa to play Caps Radio 24-7 on TuneIn.